Thank you for tuning in. As always, I'd like to start with this disclaimer. I don't have all the answers, and you don't have all the answers. But the best way to pursue the truth is through open-minded discourse, and I hope to contribute in part to that today with a quick thought. Donald Trump and Vladimir Putin recently held a summit to talk diplomacy. With heightened tensions between the United States and Russia, accusations of Russia having manipulated the U.S. election abounding, this was a move to seek reconciliation between the nations to some degree. Sounds reasonable, right? Well, if you're the corporate media, gaming politicians, or just an average war hawk, it's not. After the press conference, screeching from all sides of the political aisle were to be heard of Trump's performance, ranging from saying he looked weak, to he looked like Putin had some dirt on him, to this summit was treasonous. Many critiques went against him for not holding Russia's feet to the fire on the election hacking. So far, the intelligence agencies in the U.S. purport to know that Russia breached several voting data systems, though no evidence suggests data was actually tampered with, that Russians were responsible for the Democratic National Committee email hacking and leaking, and that they created bot accounts on social media sites to generate support for President Trump. Trump, upon being asked about the hacking, responded that he wouldn't see why it was Russia. The mainstream view is that this was heinous and obscene. I have to disagree, though. First, the confirmed DNC hacking and emailing is rough, but technically the DNC is a private organization, so no governmental attacks were made directly. But moreover, what was revealed in the leaked emails was corruption and a lack of impartiality as to how they were carrying out the primary. While some blame should go to Russia, they also highlighted massive impropriety, and we should be much more critical of those who committed the impropriety than those who revealed it. Second, the social media accounts created to fake support were only around 5,000 accounts and groups between Twitter, Facebook, and other social media, which is really a drop in the bucket. Even still, their influence is hard to gauge, as they were generating terrible memes and had little to no engagement, so I'm not sure how big of a deal that was. And third, let's assume that every accusation of hacking is undeniably true. What's the proper response? In a diplomatic summit, do you think it's wise to call out your main geopolitical rival on these claims? Without substantive proof, which the intelligence agencies have been slow to actually provide, it would be fanning the flames of tension, which seems foolish. And even if we did have proof, I'm not sure that calling Putin out leads to a good outcome in this scenario. While some may call it appeasement, I think cooperating as much as you are able to is generally the correct strategy when so much is on the line. Finally, I want to address the hysteria of calling Trump treasonous because of this summit. The most prominent example comes from former CIA director John Brennan, who tweeted, quote, Donald Trump's press conference performance at Helsinki rises to and exceeds the threshold of high crimes and misdemeanors. It was nothing short of treasonous. Not only were Trump's comments imbecilic, he is wholly in the pocket of Putin. Republican patriots, where are you? End quote. This is so utterly absurd, it's hard to respond to, but recognize that this is coming from the man who ran the agency which has committed innumerable unconstitutional acts, violations of international law, and usurpations of individual rights. 
My best guess from this imbecilic tweet is that Brennan would argue that Trump's disregard for the findings of the intelligence agencies is what qualifies his treason, though maybe I'm doing too much work for him. If that is the case, however, I find it richly ironic that we are supposed to trust these agencies without question, when they've been exposed in the past seven to eight years numerous times to have been violating the rights of US and foreign citizens, and then publicly lying about it in front of Congress. These have been some of the most dishonest arms of the U.S. government, but if we dare defy what they've told us, it's treason. No, I reject this, and the absurd notion that trying to bring about diplomacy qualifies one for treason. Trump is not a great president. He's been terribly aggressive towards Russia, though you wouldn't think it from the way the media reports his actions as appeasement. Trump has sent missile strikes into Syrian territory against Russia's demands, put forward a nuclear policy against Putin's desires, and armed the Ukraine, to name a few examples of his bellicose behavior. Trump should be lauded when he does the right thing, however, and this summit of peace is the correct response. The intelligence community has an incentive to stoke the fires of conflict between our nations, and Trump should treat their reports with skepticism. His move towards peace have been the right ones. Thanks for spending your time on A Quick Thought.